Good to see you all here this evening. I have uh, three points tonight. I won't tell you how many sub points, but we got uh, three points. And uh, then we'll be out of here, maybe before the snow flies. We'll see. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 will be in uh, verses uh, 1 through 14. I'll read those now. Philippians chapter 3, verse 1 says this, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Uh, To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous, uh, but uh, for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. Uh, For we are the circumcision, uh, which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more." Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. Verse 7 says, But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Uh, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but done, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, uh, but that which is uh, through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God uh, by faith. Verse 10 says, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. In verse 13, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. In verse 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for the opportunity you've given us to keep the doors open uh, another night, Lord. And we thank you for allowing us to assemble tonight to gather around your word. And we pray, Lord, that uh, you would just sit down here tonight. Uh, Lord, that we'd be focused on uh, what you've given uh, here uh, to me uh, to receive uh, for the folks uh, for tonight, for them to receive it, Lord. I, I just pray for clarity of thought. And, uh, and focus, Lord, just uh, kind of get the things uh, of the world out of our minds, Lord. We're here tonight uh, to focus on Thee, and I pray, Lord, that You get all glory and honor and praise for what's said and done here tonight. Lord, we love You, and thank You, and ask for Your blessing over this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So Paul begins this chapter with a, a warning to the church about uh, Judaizing teachers uh, there. They were uh, uh, wanting to, uh, to focus on mixing the law of Moses with the doctrine of Christ. And uh, we need to be careful, obviously, to just focus on the Word of God. Uh, stay true to God's Word, not mix anything else in there. And there were some things going on back there. They were trying to mix things around and, and cause confusion and division. But throughout this chapter, Paul's using himself as an example to the people uh, to trust in Christ alone. And not trusting in the flesh or trusting in the law, uh, but simply trusting in Christ. And it's a good example for us as well. We need to simply just trust in Christ, trust in His Word. Uh, That's where we find comfort. That's where we find peace. That's where we find the direction that He wants us to go, especially during times of challenge and uh, times of trouble. We need to get our focus off of ourselves and off of our circumstances and get our focus onto Christ. 
and what he wants to do in our lives and in and through us. Uh, so, uh, yes, uh, we need to abide by laws of the land, and especially regarding this virus, we're not going to skirt around those. We're not going to try to, you know, buck the system, so to speak, or kind of be a uh, rogue out there and doing our own thing. We're going to abide by the laws, so I'm not saying to not abide by the laws. We need to do those kinds of things, um, but we also, we will continue to be diligent uh, in doing the right things, and we need to stay focused on, on doing those, uh, and, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, and the Bible says, let not your good be evil spoken of. Uh, so we want to have a good testimony in the community, especially, uh, and, and around us and all that. So we're going to continue to do that, uh, even more so today. Um, we need to believe that uh, in God's Word, and we need to trust in God's Word and, and the God of the Word, uh, and not uh, take things in our own hands and do things uh, on our own there. And we need to, to be faithful, not just when we're up on the mountaintop, uh, but also in the valleys, when times are tough, when we're going through struggles, and when things don't make sense to us. We need to stay focused on God's Word, stay focused on His truth, and He'll get us through. He'll get us through those times of challenge and difficulty and, and all those things. Uh, that's the time when we need to put our feet to our faith, uh, to be driven, not only to be hearers of the Word, right, uh, but to be doers also. Uh, so we need to keep on moving forward there. Here in, uh, in chapter 3, uh, Philippians, Paul's sole focus was on Christ. And he's urging the Philippians to follow his example there. Uh, yes, he had some challenges and, and those kinds of things, but, but he didn't lose his focus, did he? Uh, he stayed focused, and that's what we need to do. Uh, he didn't let his fear overshadow his faith. And we need to be the same way, not let the fears that may be creeping in around us uh, overshadow our faith, overshadow what we know is the truth of the Bible. So we too need to be moving forward for Christ uh, during these times of challenge and trusting in His Word. Of course, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be struggles. We've, we're kind of dealing with that now. Uh, you know, things are, our, our habit patterns are upset because of uh, the differences in uh, the social distancing and all those things that we're having to do now. Uh, but we should not fret over these things. They're going to come. They're going to come. But, you know, as we fight these battles and as we endure these challenges, we're instructed to not lose our focus, not give up our focus, right? Keep pressing on, keep pressing forward. So we're instructed to keep moving forward in the fight. Uh, many, of, uh, many of you are familiar with the armor of God, right? Uh, mentioned in Ephesians, Ephesians 6, uh, 11 through 18. You don't have to turn there, I'll, I'll read it. But Ephesians six eighteen says, put on the whole armor of God, right? Uh, that ye may be able to stand uh, in the, against the wiles of the devil. Uh, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, uh, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Uh, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the, blessed, the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, uh, wherewith ye shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And that's what we have right here with us, the Word of God. We need to know God's Word and trust in God's Word as we move through the challenges that we face throughout the day. Uh, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto uh, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So I believe Ephesians 6 gives us a picture of a soldier fighting. A uh, soldier fighting in battle there. Uh, and the assumption is that that soldier is going to keep doing what? He's going to keep moving forward, right? He's not going to back down. He's not going to retreat. Everything that's given to him is uh, for uh, protection for the front side of him as he moves forward into battle. And he's going to keep on moving forward. And that's what we need to do. 
Uh, but um, he's not going to retreat. But uh, then after all is done, after he's fought all he can fight off, after he's used all of his resources, all of his weaponry and his, his shields maybe are, are going down, uh, what does it say to do there? It says, and having done all, to stand. It doesn't say having done all to pat yourself on the back and said, yeah, I did my best. I did the best I could. I used all my strength. I used all my weapons. And now I'm just going to sit down and wait. It doesn't say that, right? It doesn't say go back and get reinforcements or, or just uh, sit, sit there with a poochy lip and say, woe is me, right? It says having done all to stand. We need to have that posture of readiness to not back down, uh, to continue uh, uh, moving forward and, and being ready uh, whenever, uh, whenever the Lord uh, wants us to move forward, not to back down or cower in fear. The Lord expects us to, to do the same thing, to stand, especially during this time of uncertainty with the virus, uh, the time of uncertainty with the uh, economy and all those uh, things, people losing jobs and things like that. It's not fun. Uh, it's real. Uh, but, but we need to stand. We need to not cower in fear. Uh, as, as we uh, were, if you were here on Sunday, the message on Sunday, all right, God cares about us. He loves us. He provides for us, even, even more so than the birds of the air and the sparrows. Uh, so he's going to take care of us through this time of challenge. Uh, so you can count on that. That's something that, that you can count on. But you need to stand. Uh, don't give in to the fear. Don't give in to the pressure of those kinds of things. We have God's word. Uh, don't let anyone else dilute the truth. Uh, you, need to, you have God's truth. You need to be focused on God's truth as you move through uh, this time. So keeping the doors of the church open as long as we can, we're going to keep doing that, right? Uh, we're going to be standing as long as we can. We're not going to shut the doors and cower in fear. Uh, those are some things that we can do uh, to, to be faithful to what God has called us to do, to keep moving forward in the, the areas that he's called us to move forward in. That's just one way. Uh, maybe uh, even uh, especially now, people are very sensitive to uh, what's going to happen to me. Um, you know, people maybe that aren't churchgoers, you know, they're very uncertain about their future. Well, this is a perfect time to give them the gospel, uh, to share the truth with them, to give them hope. Uh, we had someone come by our house on Monday uh, measuring some cabinets and, and such, and, and I gave him the gospel. I shared the gospel with him. I mean, I don't know where he's at, but, you know, whenever you have opportunities, you need to do that. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, these are uncertain times, but here's something that can uh, give you certainty uh, kind of a thing. I mean, you know, use these opportunities not to back down in fear, not to cower, not to kind of go in your closet or stay home or whatever. I mean, I know we need to stay home if you're not healthy and those kinds of things. So, so please uh, do that. But, uh, but when you have opportunity, right, you need to stand. You need to be ready. You need to have that posture of, of being ready to go, being ready to, to go in a direction that the Lord's calling you to go. And that's just uh, one example there. You know, when we've reached uh, the end of our resources, when we've done all that we can possibly do, uh, we're not told to rest, but we're told to stand, be ready uh, to, to go in another direction if the Lord's calling you to do it. Uh, to continue to be ready when the reinforcements or opportunities come, to be ready to keep moving forward when our great commander says go, when our great commander says there's a soul there that needs to hear the gospel. Uh, we need to be ready to do that. Uh, so we need to be active in our faith, and, and even though maybe we're confined in some areas, but don't let that get you down. Don't let that discourage you. Maybe there's some battle-weary Christian soldiers among us here tonight. Uh, maybe you've been fighting all that, that you've been fighting, and, and you're exhausted, you're tired, you've been through the battles, uh, you've exhausted your resources. Well, what does the Bible say there? I just want to encourage you, keep standing. Don't give up. Don't give in. You know, reinforcements are on the way. You got to keep that posture of readiness, right? You want to be ready. You want to be positive because you never know when the Lord's going to give you that surge of energy or that, that reinforcement or whatever it is. We need to keep looking forward, keep moving forward. 
Now, our weapons and our armor are designed to advance the cause of Christ, not to retreat. And we're on the winning side, amen? Uh, We have the victory through Christ, and we need to keep pressing on. We must keep pressing on. And that's the title of the message tonight. Uh, If I had to give it a title, it's called Keep Pressing On for Christ. Keep Pressing On. Uh, So with all that as a backdrop, I want to give you a couple thoughts here, and I trust it'll be an encouragement to you as we keep our focus on Christ and keep pressing on uh, throughout this virus and throughout the many challenges, no doubt, that are to come uh, here uh, in the future as we keep moving forward. So uh, first, uh, to keep pressing on for Christ, we need to stop living for self. Stop living for self. Stop being selfish, right? We need to stop being selfish. We need to think back to that message, as I told you on Sunday. You know, God cares for us more uh, than he cares for the birds. I mean, he'll take care of us. He knows what we need, and he'll give us exactly what we need. He's always on time. He's never late. Uh, So be encouraged for that and know that he'll take care of us. But people sometimes get cut up in in the things of the flesh and begin to dwell on those fears, those uncertainties of life. How am I going to pay my mortgage? Where's the food going to come from? All those kinds of things. And it's natural to to feel that way. Uh, But we have a a God who loves us. We have a God who said he'll provide for us. And we need to trust in that and trust in him as we go through those times. And because if you let that fear fester and bog you down, you're going to get totally off track of what God uh, really wants us to do. And you're not going to have clarity of of the Bible uh, and his words. And, and his truth. So we need to stay focused on, on what he's wanting us to do. Uh, I'm not saying be ignorant of what's going on around us. Obviously, we need to be wise. Uh, we need to follow the law. We need to follow the rules and those kinds of things. Um, but uh, we need not get bent all out of shape uh, and lose our focus when just a little bit of turbulence comes our way. All right. Uh, and sometimes, you know, the Lord does that, shakes us up a little bit uh, to get our attention. And he's got most of our attention, we know. Uh, but, uh, you know, we need to focus on him as we go through these challenges here. Paul says, those things uh, that were once gained to me, I count them uh, for loss for Christ. In verses five and six, uh, Paul lists his biography, if you will. Uh, certainly is, is a list of some worldly things there. Uh, but he was not fearful of losing those things. Uh, you know, he was not living for self. He was living for the cause of Christ. And that's what we need to be uh, as well. We need to, you know, if we have to forsake all, we still need to follow Christ. And it it may come down to that. Who knows? Uh, When we stop living for self and we give our gains back to God, we can press on for Christ and with confidence say that those things that were gained to me, I count as lost for Christ as we keep moving forward. You know, and you've heard it before, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth dust corrupt and thieves come in and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. You know, and give those gains that we have back to God. Uh, all that we have is His. Everything we have is God. So we need to just get that out there and give it back to Him. Say, Lord, take it, whatever it is. Uh, it's yours, and I'm just going to trust you with it. And focus on the big picture that He has planned uh, through the challenges, whatever it is. Maybe it's um, uh, meeting other people, giving the gospel to other people, um, you know, sharing the gospel with family. Now that you're home more or whatever, you have opportunities to, uh, to talk to your family more. Maybe you haven't in the past. I don't know. Uh, but use those as opportunities uh, and see those as opportunities to, uh, to move the cause forward. Uh, don't just kind of sit there in fear and cowering, right? We just have to be in that posture of readiness. And as we press on, as we move forward, we need to be grabbing hold of the gospel in the process, right? Grab hold of the gospel as we move forward. Uh, throughout uh, chapter 3, Paul gives reference to running and winning a race. Uh, no doubt there was uh, Olympic Games going on during the time when he was writing this probably, and uh, he might have had uh, this in mind as he penned the book there. But uh, think of someone who's running a relay race. What's the, the one critical thing uh, in a relay race? 
you don't want to drop that baton, right? You want to make sure you make that relay. You want to make sure you, you make that pass there. If that runner doesn't grab hold of that baton and that baton drops, others will come from behind and they'll snatch that victory. So we need to grab hold of the gospel during these times, right? Not let go uh, and know God's word, understand God's word, be true to God's word, believe God's word as we move forward uh, through these uh, circumstances that he's called us to. You know, we need to not lose that focus during, during our race. Uh, even, uh, even so today, uh, grabbing hold of the gospel, not losing our grip on the word of God. Uh, and sometimes the fears may creep in. The fears may, may cause us to lose hold there. We may question, uh, call into question some things, but you know, don't question God's word. God's word is true. He knows what he, uh, what he wants for us, and, and he'll bless us as we move forward, as we grab hold of the gospel and trust him. Philippians 3.8 says, Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, uh, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. When Paul grabbed hold of the gospel, it changed him, didn't it? It changed him. And uh, when many of us in this room grabbed hold of the gospel, it changed us too, didn't it? It changed us completely. I know for me, in my life, it changed me and I'm not here to give my testimony, but uh, you know when you, when you get a hold of God and when he gets a hold of you, it makes a change in your life. And that's what we need to do, especially during these times, is grab hold of his word, trust in his word, cling to his word more uh, as we go through. When we give our lives to Christ, when we stop living for self, uh, we must trust him with the outcome of our lives. So that was first. Uh, so uh, pressing on for Christ, we not only need to stop living for self, but we also need to, uh, secondly, continue to study the scripture. Uh, don't stop reading the Bible during this time. Don't stop your devotions. Uh, you know, that's so important, even more so now. Uh, we need to stay closer to God's word and read his word uh, and see what he has for us during these times. Uh, what's the best way that we can get to know someone? Spend time with that person, right? Uh, as we spend time with that person, we get to know that person a little bit better. I know uh, we've had a great time here these last couple of weeks getting to know uh, Sam's fiance. Um, and if, had we not spent time together, we wouldn't get to know her as good as we get to know her now. Uh, but the, that's how we get to know people, right? And that's how we get to know God. When we, get, when we spend time with God, that's the only way we can get to know him better, right? Spend time in his word. That's how you get to know him, just like you get to know someone, uh, a person here. So we need to study the scripture, and that's when we can be found following him. Uh, we need to be found following him. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, I guess you can think of it this way. If the Lord were to return today, I think it'd be pretty awesome if we were found reading our Bible, wouldn't it? Uh, or found in church, right? Or found following the Lord. Uh, that, that's where I'd like to be when the Lord returns there. Uh, but, um, you know, it'd be uh, pretty embarrassing, though, on the other side of it, if uh, the Lord were to return and we were found maybe looking at something we shouldn't be looking at. Uh, maybe found cowering in fear, um, maybe not, you know, coming to church because of some other things or whatever's happening in your life. You know, we, we need to be found following Christ. We need to be found faithful, uh, especially during these times. And, uh, and it's, it's so important that we need to do that. You know, I'll never forget, and I may have shared this example once before, but um, when we first got here, Pastor Williams uh, was sick and uh, he was in a nursing home for a couple weeks. And um, we had the men's Bible study and prayer still in the morning. And I think it was Brother Fur said, uh, uh, hey, uh, why don't we go uh, pay Preacher Williams a visit uh, there in the nursing home? And, uh, and we did that. Uh, after we, we had our prayer time and such, we went there and visited him. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was sick. He was laid up. If we would have uh, entered the room and he was in his bed, we would have understood because, you know, he was recovering. He was going through that time. Uh, but when we opened that door, uh, he was sitting there reading his Bible. 
He was found faithful. And that's the picture I have when I think about someone being found faithful as Preacher Williams, uh, even though he was sick, even though he was going through some challenges in his life, was not expecting us to be there whatsoever, but he was found faithful. And that's what we need to be. We need to be found faithful, reading God's word, trusting God's word, maintaining our devotions, especially during times of challenge and those kinds of things. Philippians 3.9 says, and be found in him, uh, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but uh, that uh, which is through uh, the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So we need to be found following the Savior through faith, not through fear. And we need to get this verse into our thinking, don't we? We need to be found in him, be found faithful uh, to him. Faith is that key word there. It's not fear, uh, it's faith, and we need to have that faith. In fact, the Bible says, uh, and we, we sing this in our scripture song, right? Fear not, uh, for I am with thee. And that's what we need to, we need to have that faith, not fear. Uh, and uh, verse 10, Philippians 3.10 says, That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. Having that saving faith, if you will. And that's the faith that can keep us moving forward. Uh, forward through times of difficulty, forward through virus outbreaks, forward through economic struggles, moving forward through challenges in our lives that the Lord brings in uh, for, for uh, you know, our, our good and his glory, or however you want to think about it, right? Uh, but we need to have that faith, that forward-moving faith, being ready always uh, when, when he calls us and not being fearful. You know, if our faith in Christ has not changed us, during this time, if it has not moved you uh, during this time of, of virus and, uh, and the challenges that are going on around us today, uh, I'd have to say maybe your faith needs a little bit of a tune-up uh, because, uh, you know, at these times of challenge and struggle are going to draw us closer, should draw us closer to our faith, should draw us closer to Christ, to trust in Him more as we move forward uh, through, these, through these times. Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So we need to be diligent. We need to be studying the scriptures uh, and keep walking by faith and begin to follow him and trust him more and more. Um, you know, faith in, in Christ produces a drive, doesn't it? Produces a, a desire. As we walk by faith, as we live by faith, as we want to get to know him more, it gives us that drive, that desire, that, uh, that passion, if you will, to, to want to do the right things, to want to have that posture of readiness uh, for whatever comes our way. Once we are saved, it's that faith in Christ that motivates us uh, to want to learn more, to want to know more, uh, to want to live according to his word more. Now, that's what happened to Paul after his life was changed. He went on to live for God, and nothing else mattered to him. Nothing else around him mattered to him. He wanted to do his best to, to live uh, for God. Putting that into perspective, Paul's near the end of his life as he writes the words there in, in verse 10. He says, that I may know him. Uh, so given all that he's been through, he still wants to stand. He still wants to know uh, the Lord. He still wants to learn. Despite all those challenges, he still wanted to be uh, focused. He still wanted to be found following the Lord. And uh, so that's encouraging as we look at these things and, and what Paul went through. You know, it should encourage us as well. We're going through challenges in our lives uh, and, and things around us, but we need to be found following. We need to be faithful. We need to not be fearful and all those kinds of things. We need to keep pressing on for Christ, especially during these difficult times. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, right? A workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing uh, the word of truth. So last point here, point number three, uh, as we stop uh, living for self and continue studying the scriptures, uh, the ultimate goal in pressing on for Christ 
is to set our eyes upon the Savior. Set our eyes upon the Savior. Look to God. Keep Him uh, in, our, in, our, in our forefront, right in front of us all the time, uh, no matter what we're going through. Uh, in setting our eyes upon the Savior, we need to have an attitude to attain. Have an attitude to attain. That brings us to verse 11 and 12, where Paul says, If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, uh, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend uh, that for which uh, also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Paul didn't expect to attain perfection in this life. Uh, we shouldn't expect that either, right? Uh, we shouldn't uh, be so naive to think that, that we've arrived. We've been so super spiritual. We've attended every uh, service. We've read the Bible through a million times or whatever it is, right? We're, we're not going to get to that point. Uh, we should never think and be so naive that, that we've arrived there. Uh, but Paul's saying the things that move him, the things that cause him to be motivated is having that attitude to attain, that, that striving to know Christ and to trust him with the outcome uh, of his life. And, and that's what we need to have as well. In Acts 26, 6 and 7, Paul's uh, uh, defending himself before King Agrippa and says, And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers, unto which promise uh, our twelve tribes instant, uh, uh, instantly serving God day and night uh, they hope to come. Uh, for which hope's sake, King Agrippa, I am accused of the Jews. So uh, we see here that uh, uh, they serve God night and day. Uh, they didn't stop serving, and we need to serve God as well. Uh, we need to continue moving on, uh, not just when it was convenient for them, not just when it's convenient for us, right? Uh, there's hardships that come, uh, but we need to keep serving. We need to be faithful. We need to be found faithful uh, to what uh, we're called to do. Uh, there in, in that verse in Acts there, they made it uh, a point to forsake everything else, to serve God, and to be all that Christ wanted them to be. Uh, not getting bogged down by the fear, but they were moving forward, and that's what we need to do too. Uh, so to keep our eyes on the Savior during these times, we need not uh, only have the attitude to attain, but we also need to have an appetite to apprehend. An appetite to apprehend. How many of you like to eat? How many of you have that appetite, right? <laughs> Sam's raising his hand there. Uh, he's been gone for a while, and uh, you know, I, re I was reminded uh, how big of an appetite he has because our food bill is increasing now. <laughs> But, uh, you know, he likes to eat. You know, we like to eat. We have that appetite, right? We want to consume. So we, wanna have, we need to have that appetite to apprehend, apprehend God's word. That's what I'm talking about here, to have that desire, have that eagerness, that enthusiasm about the word of God that we just can't get enough of it. Kind of like your favorite food, right? Whatever that is. Uh, you know, you just can't get enough of it. You can, you can eat it all day long or every day. You can have some of it there. Um, and that's what we need to have, that appetite to apprehend. Uh, and coming to trust the Word of God with excitement, with eagerness, uh, then all those anxieties, all those fears, all those, those things that are around us will just melt away uh, as we come closer to God, as we get to know Him more, as we get to trust Him more. Uh, we won't have those fears because we have God's Word, and God's Word is truth. And it does not have, it, it, there's no fear can be found uh, there. Now, Paul knew uh, uh, that uh, he would not attain perfection, uh, yet he did not, that did not stop him from pressing on. Uh, perfection means complete maturity, and Paul knew that he had not arrived, uh, and he knew that uh, he was to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord. So keeping our, our eyes on the Savior means having an attitude to attain, an appetite to apprehend, uh, but it also means having an aspiration to accomplish. I got all the A's in there. See that? That's awesome. <laughs> hey, that's another A. <laughs> aspiration to accomplish. <laughs> so aspiring to something means that there's a goal. 
There's an objective. There's a target, right? Something to look forward to, something to shoot for. Uh, So when we set our eyes on the Savior and aspire to accomplish, that ultimately means that we're desiring to know Him uh, during the good times, during the bad times. But not only that, but also it gives us a desire to want to make Him known. Uh, to others as well. And that's what, that's what our role is as a Christian. It's not just to kind of be us four and no more, right? Uh, we need to not keep our light under the bushel. We got to take that bushel off and let the light so shine. And that's what we need to be doing. Uh, Philippians uh, uh, 3, 13 and 14, uh, Paul says this, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And so though he continued daily to aspire to attain uh, as much as he could and uh, to walk with the Lord daily, Paul uh, basically says, I don't consider myself to be a know-it-all. There's still more that I need to learn. There's still more that we need to learn as well. Uh, And we need to just have that that spirit of humility as we move forward in in God's plan and purpose for us. Paul says that there's one thing I do, and that is to forget those things which are behind. Uh, to leave the past behind him with all the mistakes, not letting those failures, not letting those fears hold him back from what's in his future. And we need to take that as a reminder to us as well. Uh, forget about those things in the past, right? And focus on what's ahead. Don't let those fears bog us down, uh, but let God's word and God's truth and God's comfort uh, move us forward. We need to take heed here and notice and, and uh, not let the fear or uncertainty of what's going on around us today uh, cloud our judgment, cloud God's word, and, uh, and uh, determine the outcome of our future there. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, so as we get ready to close here, uh, you know, we must not say, well, this virus is crippling our economy and uh, significantly altering my lifestyle, therefore there's no hope, right? We shouldn't say that uh, during this time. That's not the right thinking. Uh, we need to basically uh, be saying that uh, we need to put on the whole armor of God, right? Uh, that's what the Lord's given us. He's given us that armor, not to retreat, but to move forward, to move forward by faith. And having done all, to stand, to not back down, to not back away, but to keep moving forward as far as we can go, and then we just wait. I think someone sang a song uh, this Sunday, uh, Be Still, uh, I think, it was, or uh, I don't know, a day or two. This, this week or last week, I forget, but it was something about being still, right? Standing still, just waiting, waiting on the Lord. And that's what we need to do is just be still, uh, to stand. Stop living for self, continue studying the scriptures, and set our eyes upon the Savior. Forgetting about those things which are behind and pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And that prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus is not some earthly reward, uh, but it's the focus, it's the goal, it's the aspiration Uh, the reward of one day being in the presence of God and having him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So I just want to encourage you tonight to keep pressing on, uh, to keep standing strong. I know times are going to get tough. I know times are challenging times are still ahead. Uh, But, you know, we have a God that loves us. We have the truth of God's word with us. And there's nothing that can shake us. And we just need to keep moving on and moving forward and giving God the glory through it all. Amen? Amen. All right, well, let's, uh, let's pray.